Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network, home of the Firebird Book Awards, the Positive Change Podcast Awards, the Authors on Fire Podcast, and more services to help an author or a podcaster out. I am Pat Rulo, and today I'm so happy to share a recent Positive Change Podcast Award winner with you. He is Carl Cox, and the podcast is titled Measure Success. Carl is the CEO and founder of 40 Strategy. He is the author of Lost at CEO, an entrepreneur's guide to strategy, and host of the Measure Success podcast. He has been an executive leader in seven different organizations who have grown from two times to seven times with operations in four continents. And today, Carl is tracking towards his 10-year vision at positively impacting over 1 million people, 10,000 organizations, and to donate at least 1 million to charity. He is a sought-after speaker, podcast guest, challenging audiences to think differently about strategy because he knows you can defy the odds to reach your destination faster. His inspiring message will empower you to change your habits and discover a better way, and I know we all need that, so lots to find out. Welcome, Carl. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast today. Oh my gosh, such a pleasure to have you here. There's just so much I want to talk about. First, let's start by saying congratulations on winning the Positive Change Podcast Award. Absolutely. Thank you. And it was a, truly an honor to receive that award. Oh, well, thank you for entering, uh, let's see, one in coaching and consulting, entrepreneurship and management. So that was a pretty good sweep. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a, a pleasant surprise. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, before we delve into your podcast, maybe just give us a little brief background about you. And, and I'm sure that's going to prompt us to find out how that led you to host a podcast. Yeah, well, I'll tell you the interesting story of how I actually ended up going down the path of writing a book, running a marathon, and, and doing a podcast. And it's September 2020, if you recall, that was right in the middle of COVID land, right? You know, where things were locked down and things of that nature. And I had an appendix that burst. And I won't, I'll, I'll spare you the gory stories, but it really was a life changer. I was in the hospital for a week. And through that process, um, I remember going, you know, what do I do next? You know, how am I going to help change the world? It was one of those really interesting experiences of like, you know, uh, I, I typically have not, you know, rarely been hospitalized, really have had these type of events. And when, when you come out of a surgery and the doctor says, well, good news, you're going to live. And number two, that's the worst burst appendix I've ever seen in my life. Um, I had an NG tube down my throat for like uh, four days, and it was a horrifying experience, and nobody could be there because it was during COVID. I was about 100 miles away from my house, and it was scary. So I said, I'm going to do three things when I came out of that surgery. I said, I'm going to run a marathon because I've never ran one before. Uh, number two, I'm going to write a book, and three, I'm going to start a podcast. And and that's how it came about, the, the Measure Success Podcast. Oh. Oh my, there's nothing more life-changing than a healthcare experience, whether it's yours or a family member's. And it really does, if you allow it to make positive changes, it's almost like bargaining. It's like, get me out of here and I'm going to do something good. Exactly. I mean, you, it, it was this, for me, it was this, okay, this sense of gratitude of like, okay, if I can get out of here, mm -hmm. I, I needed something to like, get me out of bed, so yeah. to speak. You yeah. know, it was, it was, uh, it was a three month process for me to get back to normal. And so I needed these targets, these destinations for me to have get inspired to work again. Right. And 
that. And so it was really helpful to help do it. Now it was not easy. Um, you know, going through the, actually the podcast was real enough was the quickest thing that I was able to get launched. It was about five months after I said I was going to do it. I, I launched the Measure Stuff podcast, but the book took two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the marathon was about a year, uh, process from when I did that roughly. So yeah, all of them were really fascinating challenges. Oh, and different challenges, different, but yet similar. Very interesting that, you know, the marathon, obviously there's that whole physical aspect to it. Even hosting a podcast is no lightweight uh, endeavor. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it to make it a quality podcast. And obviously writing a book, that's just an emotional and spiritual venture. So it looks like you kind of completed the circle with all three of those ventures. Yeah, it was it was super fascinating. You know, it's interesting about the book. I actually wrote a different book initially, and I didn't like it. You know, there was something wrong with the approach. It was kind of your typical, um, actually, it was called The Seven Cells of Success. And it was like, oh, you're, you're kind of your typical business book. Hey, you do these seven things, you're going to have more success in your mm-hmm. life in business. And after after going through it, I was like, you know, I don't think this is what I want to bring to the world. And uh, it is very humble. Anyone who's written the book, it's, it's you know, scary, right, to produce your art. And, and so I pulled back and I completely rewrote it and wrote it into more of a fable, a story. Mm-hmm. And because uh, some of my favorite books that I've ever written have been more of a story type format. And so I um, reproduced it into that. And I was so very happy that I had the patience to go through that process. But yeah, it wasn't, wasn't easy at all. When you were writing that book, were you writing it for others? Like, were you writing it for an audience? Were you writing it because it was just something you felt you had to write? What was your purpose and goal in writing the book? Well, that's, that's a great question. You know, you know, part of it was the, you know, the simple fact of let's, let's try to write one, right? Like literally initially it was like, okay, let's just do those three things. But when I went beyond that, and that's why I decided to rewrite it, is I wanted it to be memorable and I wanted it to truly make a difference. You know, um, all three, well, the, the Baron has a little bit different, but, but the other two items has really been about giving. You know, in, in my day-to-day work, you know, I help make a difference and help grow organizations through my experiences that I've been able to have. So I have a, this practical experience. But when you, you recognize that you can't reach everybody, Right. And, and so the wonderful thing of a podcast and a book is it helps you reach out to people that you're never going to be connected with. And and so when I wrote the book, once again, is I wanted it to be entertaining and memorable. And I was hoping that the, the readers of the book would be able to put themselves into that experience. And one of my most famous uh, favorite moments uh, so far writing the book is I had a, a relatively new client I gave them the book and um, I met with them a second time. And they said, Carl, we've only met for four hours, or I think it was one day. He's like, how did you write this book about me? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then I knew it's like, I, you know, I nailed it, right? You know, actually got something to where somebody had felt like it was them and that experience. Mm-hmm. As you're talking about this, I'm going back to your most recent podcast episode, which I listened to. He was talking about writing a book and not necessarily writing it for a big audience and how you can use a book, especially if you are a business person or if you have a business or something to sell or promote or, or help others with, how helpful a book 
and a podcast are almost like a calling card. Who hands out a business card anymore? But if you give somebody a book, they don't throw that away. They read it and they connect with you. So the value of writing a book, you don't have to be on the Amazon bestseller or the New York Times bestseller, just the impact that book or podcast can make when others hear it and then connect with you and then want to do business with you. No, yeah, that that is once again one of the wonderful things is it's uh, a book is is the best business card you could ever create, right? Mm-hmm. And because they, as you said, people will not throw it away, and it actually provides real um, experiential part behind it. And and some of the things that's really been fascinating. I mean, so I'm going to go into my business just briefly. What what once again what I help organizations do is I help them decide where they want to go, and I help them write a strategic plan. They can get there, and then I help keep them accountable to get it done. So that's that's my core business, and we've had tremendous success uh, in that path of doing it. What was interesting is initially when I started doing it, I, as I was very open to what terms that people use, meaning like using the term of a goal or an objective. Okay, these are strategic terminology, right, that people would be using. But I wrote the book with a specific terminology called the Captain Strategy Method. It's a seven-step principles. And what I didn't expect is because people are reading the book, they're now using my terminology. So, for example, I use the term, most people use the term a goal. Why do you actually use the term a destination? Well, why do I do that? Well, here we're near, you know, January's resolutions, and most people literally have already stopped doing their two years resolutions. Well, that's why I didn't want to call things goals, because... People typically fail goals. But if you're getting on into an airplane, you expect to get to the destination. And so that's what I changed the terminology to. But what's been really rewarding is hearing clients and people who I'm working with saying, hey, Carl, what is our destination? Mm. You know, and now use another term. What is our journey instead of a strategy? Yes. Right? Because people understand that. And, and so it's been really fun to see that transformation when you are effectively creating a new vocabulary for something that's been around since um, since BC times with Sun Tzu, the art of war. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now you have people using different terminology based on what you wrote. And that has been really rewarding. Oh, I love that. I love the words journey and destination because that's really what life is all about. And that makes me think about success. Your podcast is titled Measure Success. I, I was thinking about you this morning and, and thinking about the word success. Well, I don't know how you could measure it if what is it? To me, it might mean something, might mean something different to you. I mean, some people measure success by financial numbers or maybe by helping people or just how they feel intrinsically. Before you measure it, how do you know what it is? Well, so, so that is the joy of the podcast that we have is helping to ask people that question is how you measure success. And, and it would be audacious for me to say, this is it, right? This is the one way that is success. Um, but what has been really fascinating, and part of the reason why I did the podcast, so in our podcast, we do two things. One is we we, probably, you know, we talk about the business and what they do and people do, and, and and then we'll ask them how they measure success in their business. And so people will do all sorts of different explanations to serve their customers, perhaps it's revenue, perhaps it's profit. You know, they'll go through all these different parts to talk about how they measure success in their business. But then I'll flip it on its head and I'll ask them what habits do they do that have helped them become successful personal habits. But then I'll ask them how they measure success in their personal life. 
the reason why I do that is because there's a lot of people who are trying to get to a number, right? Meaning they're trying to get a certain level of wealth. That's how many people measure their success. But then you recognize those who have already made the wealth, like they technically never have to work a day again in their life. And many of our guests are on the Measure podcast are in that situation. And you'll see something really interesting is that their answer to how they measure success in life is different. Mm-hmm. They say different things. And, and that's a big reason why I have the podcast is I want people to recognize when they're on a, a journey to get to, once again, to whatever destination that you're trying to get to, is to enjoy that process, to enjoy the process of how they're trying to get to there. And I go, how can it be enjoyable like to train a marathon? As an example, it's difficult, right? How can it be enjoyable to write a book? But if you, you know, when it's interesting is often when people accomplish their goals, they get this almost depression afterwards. Mm-hmm. They get depressed. And the same thing happens with people who sell their business. Mm-hmm. They're like they don't know what to do next. And so that's why the book is intended, sorry, the podcast is intended to be this revelation to think about what's going to happen next because you have this risk of of falling off, like literally falling off the pedestal mm-hmm. and not knowing what to do next. And, and I'm hoping that the guy, the podcast will be this guide to help people think through not just that on their current journey today and trying to be able to enjoy it, but enjoying where they're going to go next after they've accomplished their big goal. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's huge because success is very elusive. Actually, you may have a destination or what people might previously have called goals. And let's say you reach that destination. And then what? Um, is there a new destination? Or are you no longer successful going forward because you already reached the destination? And then there's the whole fact that you can be successful at something and it can all be taken away, whether it be a health crisis or or something where now you could no longer work or, or something happens to that business that you created. And now what? So it's very delicate, isn't it? Oh, it really is. There's one gentleman I was meeting, and then um, when we work with organizations, we work with small to mid-sized businesses, and, and we work with really successful ones that are trying to get to the next level. But sometimes I get asked to get brought into turnarounds, like a company's really struggling, and they help me want to turn around the company. So there's like the two different type of organizations I work with. And we were looking for a new CEO to help out with it, with the company. And and he, it was really interesting. He was telling me about his success and he had talked about his multiple homes that he had across the United States and all of the wonderful things that he had gotten. So it was, it was a really interesting story because he actually was, he was a little bit arrogant mm-hmm. from one perspective, right? But then he said, you know, Carl, if I have to go into one more vacation pool again, forgive me saying this, I'm going to drown myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was really interesting. He wasn't serious when he said that, but he 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 kind of was. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to get back in the game. I enjoyed the process, process. of building a company, mm-hmm. and and it was so interesting. So here, once again, is somebody who had all the money he will ever need to work in his lifetime, and perhaps for a couple lifetimes, and he was still like, I enjoyed the process. Yes, and and that to me, it was just such an awesome. Once again, experience, right? To be able to hear somebody, what he'd done, all the stuff he had. And he was like, man, I need to get in the game. 
I get that. I do get that. It, it is the journey. It really is the journey. Somehow the destination is leaves you a little bit flat sometimes. And you alluded to that before. It's like, what do I do now? So I truly get the idea of it's it's the building. And so maybe we just need to be in a continual building mode. Yeah, well, so, so you nailed something really important. And a lot of people will say, and I read this with this, and they're like, why do I need to keep growing? You know, they'll, they'll say this is why can I not just be the same? Well, first of all, mm-hmm. just there's this fact of inflation. If you don't grow, you're going to lose money in the future, right? And I think people know, recognize that more now than ever, right? right? If you don't make more money, you're actually going to be going backwards. Right. So that's number one. Two, if you aren't growing, you don't create opportunities for yourself and your employees. Right, you don't get to do new things, but three, the process of growing is what the joy is. Right, it's being able to create new things, and people go, "Well, yeah, it's hard to grow." Well, yeah, it is. I don't, I don't disagree with it, but I tell you what, nothing's worse than not growing. Yes. Anybody who's been a bit of a company has been a uh, has been downsizing. Mm-hmm. Nothing's worse than having to lay off people. So, so I think there's this once again this great example of doing it. There was a study that that. Um, they did with astronauts because they found out, you know, think about that. There's only so many people in the world, like just a couple hundred, right, that have actually like gone to the moon or gone in space. And so for many, they said this is like the greatest accomplishment that a person could do. So these astronauts would work their entire life to get to space and they would come back and they would become wildly depressed. Mm-hmm. Because like, well, what can I do next? What's next? They found the only antidote for this group of people was to set crazy big goals. Wow, it's almost like a, a goal junkie, you know? <laughs> it's like, what's next? <laughs> exactly, it is. And, and so that's where some people get, they get frustrated. It's like, well, does there have to be another thing? Well, yes. I, we weren't intended to sit around and watch TV. Yeah. We as humans are intended to, to create a difference, to do things. And... And so that is the thing. And once again, it's okay to stop and entertain. I'm not telling people to stop looking at Instagram and stop watching TV. I'm not saying that. But the core of our life, there's 24 hours a day. You know, we, we should be giving it our all during a certain part of our day. And because why? It's because we feel better. We feel better by contributing and making things and creating things and, and doing things that are positive towards others. And, and, I think the challenge, right, is that many people are like, oh, I got, I got bored of doing the same thing each day. It's like, so then the challenge is, well, how do you change that, mm-hmm. right? Once again, how do you change and make something better? How do you do something different so you don't get bored, right? Nothing, I think, where anybody who has kids, nothing's worse than hearing from a kid yeah. or a teacher, right? I'm bored, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's like, well, why? Yeah. Well, because they're probably not learning. They're probably not doing something new. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when we change. I, I do want to go back briefly to our podcast guest. Um, that's Dr. Kent Gustafson, and uh, he's actually based in uh, Germany right now, but he's been in the United States. He serves clients throughout the world, and um, you know his his story is super interesting. And one of what's super one of my favorite things he said in in the podcast. He said, "What what what are you excited about?" He said, "You know what? I I love looking at the sunflowers. You, Sun- you grow these massive yes. sunflowers. I love that right? answer. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it was like that, that's what I and I was like, wow, I." I 
talk about things I didn't expect somebody to say mm-hmm. is what gets him excited is growing his sunflower. Oh, you know what? That, that moved me on so many levels. It caused me to think all over the place just about how we view people. You think, oh my gosh, here's a really serious person and uh, he's all about business and ghostwriting and, and all the work that he does. And then you realize there's that soft little smushy spot in there where this man loves to grow sunflowers. You could just feel and hear the passion in his voice and how much he enjoys these huge sunflowers. That that conversation made such an impact on me. Thank you. I'm glad you brought it up now again. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope everyone goes back to listen to that, um, that episode. All right, we're going to begin to wrap up, but I want to ask you a question. It's easy to see how your podcast helps others, but how has doing this podcast helped you? Well, in, in many different ways. I mean, I, I, there's, you know, and one thing, this one thing I'm going to be like open to when, when I first started the podcast and I was trained by a wonderful group and they, they said, hey, here's, here's how a way you should do a podcast and consider about doing it. And so I followed the script, so to speak. And, and one of the things they suggested is, Carl, what, this is a way for you to get new clients. Wow. Oh, wow. What, a, what an interesting idea, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of initially went down that path. But what I found was I wasn't being as genuine, as authentic as I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And, and so I stopped. I stopped trying to get clients through the podcast. Now, this is what's really interesting. Is I, I turned it around and said, "Hey, I want the podcast to be about making a difference and and helping people out with getting connecting to this million people that I wouldn't be able to connect on my own by just meeting people day to day." And and so what happened after I made that change is our guest started to improve, mm-hmm. our content of our shows started to improve, my joy in actually doing it improved. And, and sure enough, the, the really fascinating thing is, is I've met so many incredible people as a result, yes. which has just been like yourself. I've, I've gotten to meet so many wonderful people, and I've learned so much from the shows. And so the unexpected twist was the reward I continue to get from meeting and growing and getting to uh, know new people, learn about their techniques of what they're doing, things that I end up applying in my own business. Mm-hmm. And, and just to clarify, have we been able to get new businesses as a result of the podcast? Yes. Yes. But it's not the purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not the why. And, and so that's been super helpful from our perspective. We're doing it for the right reason. And when we do things for the right reason, good things often happen in return. Oh, my gosh. We share the same brain. I actually say that same statement all of the time. I'm so happy I asked you that question. Thank you. Thank you. You are just amazing. There's so much more we can dig into here. I want to also ask you if there's anything that we missed before we begin to uh, wrap up. Yeah, you know, one of the things I love to do is is provide a gift to those in the audience. And so this is going to be my gift to everyone who's listening right now on the podcast is um, if you were interested and you would like to get a copy of our book, Lost at CEO, I will actually give you a free signed copy of the book. Wow. And this is what you have to do is you just have to email me, my direct email, Carl J. Cox, C-A-R-L-J-C-O-X at 440strategy.com. Once again, Carl J. Cox at 40strategy.com. Say you've been, you listened to this podcast 
and you'd like to get one free copy of the book. And, and I will personally sign it. I'll personally mail it out. And it's part of, once again, my gift of how I helped you and, and thanking you for helping to be uh, putting me on your podcast today. Now, see, that's how it's done. Email him at carljcox at 40strategy, the, num- the numbers 4040strategy.com. Carl J. Cox at 40strategy.com and tell him you've listened to the show and that you would like to enjoy a copy of his book. You, my friend, are just a wealth of information. I am so happy that you decided to enter the Positive Change Podcast Awards. I'm even more thrilled that you won and I'm extra happy that we had this opportunity to speak today. Any final words before we begin to head out? I just once again want to thank you for your time. I think what you're doing is wonderful. I love, once again, our, our similar context about trying to give. And it's been an absolute honor to be a part of your show and receive the award. So thank you so much. You are welcome. Your website is 40strategy.com, correct? That's correct. And so if you want to follow us, um, you could go to 40strategy.com. We're also on LinkedIn at Carl J. Cox. That's actually where we produce the most amount of our content. And then, of course, we have our Instagram and Facebook pages as well. If you just look at Carl J. Cox, you'll be able to find it. All right. Excellent. Carl J. Cox, the podcast is titled Measure Success, the author of Lost at CEO, an entrepreneur's guide to strategy. Thank you so much for sharing you with us today. Absolutely. Thank you.